Welcome back to the audio version of What Sam Watches. This week I'll be reading chapter 2 of my Jadison fanfic called Begin Again, Jadison being Jake and Addison from Private Practice. This story takes a look at Jake and Addison's story as well as the other doctors at Seaside Wellness Group after Private Practice ends. By now they're married and they take care of baby Henry together. Now this is chapter 2 so before you move on maybe necessary to read the first chapter and if you'd like to see this story with the images that I've put alongside them head over to my blog at whatsamwatches.com. With that let's start chapter two of my Jadison fanfiction titled Happier. You're sure you're okay with watching Henry? Addison asked Violet as she and Jake stood at her doorstep. Yes, Violet insisted. She then took Henry out of Addison's arms. Not long after that Violet grabbed the strap of Henry's back from Jake. He'll be fine, Jake said as Addison kept cooing with Henry, regardless of the fact that Violet was holding him now. After talking, Jake and Addison decided to leave Henry with Violet while they went away on their honeymoon. While Naomi may have seemed like the obvious choice, there is still admittedly a bit of awkwardness between the three of them. I mean, Sam did propose, and if she'd chosen Sam, life could have been completely different. It could have been Sam, Addison, and Henry. So leaving Henry with Sam and Naomi felt weird. Plus, Lucas and Henry had gotten close and were practically inseparable at this point, and Violet and Addison had also gotten close after Naomi left. Be good for Mama, okay, Henry? Addison asked her son, whose big brown eyes widened at her. He'll be fine, Violet insisted. Plus, he'll have Lucas to play with, and it's not like you're not going to FaceTime all the time. At that, Addison chuckled back, knowing that she was right. We'll see you in two weeks, alright, little guy? After a few more goodbye kisses, Jake pulled her away. As they walked toward the car, Violet grabbed Henry's little arm and waved back at them as they eventually drove away. Fiji, here we come, Jake said loudly as they drove to the airport. Addison couldn't help but giggle at her husband's excitement. As Violet rushed to the office, it was harder than she thought it would be to have another kid to look after, especially since one of them wasn't exactly walking yet. Once they got to the elevator, she breathed a sigh of relief. I can do this, she thought to herself as Lucas continued talking to Henry as he sat in his stroller giggling at everything he said. As the elevator doors started to close, she saw a hand grab onto the door. Oh, hey, Sam said as he and Naomi piled into the elevator. Wow, there's a lot of kids here, Naomi said, looking down at both kids as they were both talking nonsense and giggling with each other. Yeah, Violet said, sipping her tea. Sam and Naomi shot each other a look as they could tell the extra workload was taking its toll. Are you all right? Naomi asked as she gently placed her hand on her shoulder. Hm? Oh, yeah, I'm great, she responded. Sam and Naomi were less than convinced, but then they got to the floor and the doors opened. Come on, Lucas, Violet said as she pushed Henry's stroller out and held her hand out for him to hold. Lucas accepted her hand happily, and they all made their way to the daycare that used to be Pete's office. You think she's going to be okay? Sam asked Naomi as they walked off the elevator. I think she'll be all right, Naomi said. It was only Violet's second day with both kids. She knew it'd take a while to adjust from having one kid to take care of to two. She'd get the hang of it eventually. At lunchtime, all the doctors gathered around the kitchen talking about Cooper's patient, who had chickenpox, only because her cousin had it too and her parents intentionally put the two together so that they could get the chicken pox and get it over with. Okay, but level with me here. Cooper started, Intentionally giving your kid the chicken pox is irresponsible. Well, it's not too serious, is it? Naomi asked, crunching down on her salad. No, but still, Cooper argued. Well, at least it means she won't get it again, Sam said. Well, they could have vaccinated her, Violet added. Cooper, glad to see some support coming his way, acknowledged Violet by pointing at her while he chewed on his lunch. But not everyone wants to vaccinate their kids, Charlotte said back. Vaccinations for kids are still up to the parents. It's ridiculous, Sam said. Vaccinations save lives, but people still think they cause things like autism. 
Remember that mom who let her son die because she refused to vaccinate her two other kids after her son had autism? The rest of her doctors took a deep breath. That was a hard case. Everyone remembered it and wished things had turned out differently. After Sam's comment, the room went quiet. So how are Jake and Addison? Charlotte asked after she had enough of the silence. They're good, Violet said. They just landed yesterday and were ready to go sightseeing last I heard. Violet took a sip from her mug. Sam and Naomi listened in, but everyone else knew it was still a little awkward talking about Jake and Addison around them. Which is also why Violet refrained from telling them that Violet jokingly told Addison to have a lot of sex because that's what honeymoons are for. What do you think would have happened if we actually came here after our second date? Jake asked as he unpacked the rest of his clothes into the drawer. Jake never really cared about unpacking his clothes on vacation. In fact, he'd probably leave everything in the suitcase if he had the choice. But Addison always unpacked and they had this discussion about if it was necessary to. He argued that there was no need to unpack if you're just going to pack up and leave again, and Addison brought up an article once about how unpacking was taking control of your surroundings. They had agreed to disagree, but Jake found himself following his wife's habit of unpacking. They were staying at this beautiful resort near the ocean, and he couldn't help but wonder how different their lives would be if they'd taken this trip two years ago. Well, Addison started as she wrapped her arms around his neck. The practice probably wouldn't be standing. Or if it was, we'd have gone through a full investigation by the medical board, and if I'm being completely honest, we probably would have been shut down, Addison said. She loved the practice. She loved everything about it. But she wasn't naive to think that they may have overstepped when it came to how they'd handled their cases. While their method of sharing information helped, she had to admit that sometimes they just shared information to debate or comment on the case, which definitely wasn't professional. You have that little faith in the practice? Jake asked, wrapping his hands around her waist. I love the practice. You know that, Addison said, but you and I both know that there have been times where we've crossed the line. I mean, we always want to do what's in the best interest of the patient, but even you have to admit that we don't always just share information for a consult. After deep breath, Jake agreed. But now, he was tired of talking about work. They were finally in Fiji, on their honeymoon no less, and he was determined to have a good time with his wife. Jake leaned in, and their kiss started off soft but passionate. But it wasn't long until he led her to their queen-sized bed. Afterward, they fell asleep. When they woke up, they were surprised to find that it was dark outside. I'm glad you think it's funny. Addison stifled her small laugh by placing her hand over her mouth as Jake reached over to the nightstand for his watch. 8.23, Jake sighed. Well, it's not too late to grab something to eat. He put his watch back on the nightstand as Addison reached over to cuddle closer. Five more minutes, Addison said as she kissed Jake's bare chest and rested her head on him. Jake couldn't help but chuckle. As they lay there in silence, Jake stroked her red hair with one hand as he held her hand in the other. With the two of them, they didn't need to talk for it to feel intimate. After they got dressed, they ended up walking to the beach and finding a small little tiki bar that served food. While it wasn't exactly gourmet, it was still one of the best meals they'd ever had. It was already dark out, but the moon was full, and its light illuminated over the water. After they finished eating at the little tiki bar, they walked hand in hand to sit close to the water. What do you think would have happened if we took that trip to Fiji two years ago? Jake asked again as they sat on the beach. After a beat, Addison turned to look at him and smiled. I don't know, she said honestly. And to be honest, I don't care. She continued to smile at him. Jake gave her a confused look. I think Addison gave him a dramatic pause. Everything happens for a reason. And if we'd taken that trip to Fiji two years ago, who knows where we'd be? I'd love to say that we'd still be together, but we'd still have this life with Henry, but I can't. But I love you, and I love Henry, and I love Angela. But most of all, I love our life together. Even if it took us two years to get to Fiji, she chuckled slightly and put her hand on his cheek. Jake smiled and bent his head down and took a deep breath. You're right. Jake leaned in and kissed her sweetly. Everything happens for a reason. 
And with that is the second chapter of Begin Again, my Jadison fanfic. Some additional notes to end are, I don't think I'll add too much more to Jake and Addison's honeymoon, but I just wanted it to be simple. I also chose Violet to be the one to take care of Henry while they're gone because I figured it'd be a little awkward with Sam and Naomi. Plus, I always thought Violet was a much better friend to Addison than Naomi ever was, which I do talk about in my rewatch private practice series, which you can go check out. But now that that's done, thank you for listening, and I hope you'll come back next week.